You can check out all the episodes of the Table of Truth on our website, www.tableoftruth.com. Welcome everybody to the Table of Truth. This is your man Cam with me as always. What up, y'all? D Dwayne. What up? Oh, my bad. What's up? This your boy Kung Fu Action Grip Killer Cam from Cali. Yo, what's good? This your boy A Boogie. What up, fam? And we are back talking about the current events that's going on. Uh, we're gonna talk briefly about these four topics. Uh, we're going to talk about Bill Clinton versus the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, the death of former uh, Saints Will Smith, this uh, top 25 pound for pound the last 25 years uh, list that just came out, and the Warriors who just uh, tied for the um, the best record of uh, NBA record of all time, and they're going for the uh, to beat it tomorrow actually. So uh, when you guys hear this, you guys will probably tell us if they want or not. <laughs> But let's get the boring. <laughs> yeah, right. So like, let's get the boring stuff out the way. Clinton versus Black Lives Matter. <laughs> so what's so what it? Okay, so can we set up a? So basically, yeah. So basically, what's happening is um, the you know we have Bernie supporters, we have Clinton supporters, and a lot of uh, Bernie supporters are saying that you know Bill Clinton's uh, uh, era of presidency was the cause of a lot of the increase in black Americans going into the prison system. Now, to be fair, he did pass a couple laws that like uh, that actually contributed to it, but it's actually not specifically him, but that's one of those like semantic things that people don't want to get into. But anyways, he, he basically was kind of trolling them and kind of just saying like, I mean, he's, he's like, it's cool that you're like, you know, saying all this stuff, but because you're not actively doing anything to help people like vote or to do anything, it's kind of like what you guys said. There's not he's not saying that they don't matter, but it's like mm-hmm. he, he's basically kind of saying like you guys aren't really doing anything to help the problem besides just like talking about it. Well, didn't he say also that the people you're trying to protect are the people that's harming people? He mentioned something about the the drug dealer that's giving smack to the young 13-year-old, and he said the Black Lives Matter is protecting the very people that's destroying the black community, which are black folks. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they also want him to, um, or they want him and Hillary to uh, apologize for his uh, super predator comment they used to say, because they were like, you know, we we have these criminals that are predators, and they're more than just the average criminal, and blah, 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 basically describing black criminals. And so they're trying to, like, have him walk, walk those things back. Well, I guess the question is: Do we do we think what he said is bad? Do we is he telling the truth or? I mean, you know what it really comes down to is Clinton. Both Clintons are career politicians, yeah. and I think this is the part that people don't really understand. Like Bernie Sanders is pretty dope, and I like a lot of the stuff that he says. It sucks for anyone that's making over a certain amount of money. Like, and I'm talking about in the middle. Like anyone that's a close to that upper middle class is gonna feel some hurt if Bernie's elected. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. But, but the Clintons are like career politicians, and I think that's the part that people don't understand. Like Hillary Clinton's been a politician; she was like 20. So everything that they're saying and doing is they know how to be a politician. And the people that are mad 
they're basically just kind of yelling at the air because in reality, like, unless you're out there helping people to get voted and, you know, doing all that, you're basically just yelling and not, no one's really going to – it doesn't really affect anything, I, I guess I should say. Well, I mean, this kind of stemmed up from, well, his rally, and uh, he got outshouted, you know, by protesters from the Black Lives Matter demonstration. And he was trying yeah, to, de- yeah, he was trying to defend his own record, and then um, the protesters answered his rebuttal with more shouting, and that's when Clinton kind of got irritated and went off to the left, and you know, he was just saying, I quote, I don't know how you would characterize the gang leaders who got 13-year-old kids hopped up on crack sent them out on the streets to murder other African-American children. He said, quote, maybe he thought they were good citizens. Uh, She didn't. You were defending people who killed the lives you say matter. Now, the the, kind of the problem with that is that it has nothing to do with all lives matter. That's like a separate issue. Yeah. You know, he's trying to use – it's like saying – Almost okay. You don't want us to call you the N word, but you guys say the N word. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's true. And like I said, they're both right on both sides. It's just that fact of it's like you know, they're talking about you know black black men are we are definitely more incarcerated than everybody else. But at the same time, that doesn't that doesn't negate the fact that there are people that actually should be going to jail. Yeah, he about to get his to go plate taken from the. He's not invited to the cookout anymore. Yeah, oh, it's, it's not 1991 anymore. Like you, no one cares. He plays a saxophone. Yep. Quote unquote, the first black president. Yeah, but but I that's also it. think too that as black people. Long... Go, go ahead. Yeah. Ed. Yo, as long as as long as Trump don't get into the office, that's all that matters. Man. <laughs> well, the other thing too is I think that for me, like, and I have an interesting. I'm always Black Lives Matter is very interesting to me because at the, the end of the day, it's like. It's cool to be shouting and doing stuff, but like unless you're doing something tangible, it really is just you shouting. And I think that's the part where most politicians don't take Black Lives Matter serious. They do on the public end because they have to, but like in general, like well, it's, Cam, sorry, it's almost quick. like yeah, yeah. On, on on like this issue, I, I think in general you're correct about that. But this issue, they they came with a certain topic. They wanted to talk about his 1994 crime bill because yeah, how it yeah. incarcerated so many black people. So uh, at least there they did their research. They came and they were like, "Yo, can you answer this? Like, why did you support this?" And that's when he came with the, I, yeah. I think you guys are super predator, and that type of stuff. But when you look back at it, like, uh, you put more police out there. These prisons are making so much money. They could easily reply to them and say, "How was the crack getting to the neighborhoods?" Like, yeah, you know, like getting yeah. to the country. The chicken of the egg, the chicken of the egg. Yeah. Somebody, somebody knows something. Somebody knows something and is always kept under the rug. Yeah. And every, and everything is political and power, man. Money talks, everything else walks, man. Unfortunately. But yeah, I think the um, well, because also too, that's the other common thread where everyone's kind of like, uh, you know, it's the crime bill that that increased, you know, black people going into jail. Which yeah. statistically, it wasn't just the crime bill, but it definitely was a part of it. And I think that's the part that, you know, he has to, he's basically have to have to toe that line, you know, because it's a good talking point, but in reality, it's not the exact truth. But then again, we're in politics, so you know how it is. Exactly. Gotta be careful. Politics, yep. Everything's a damn mystery. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, especially for Trump, like, Trump's an idiot, but one thing about him that people do uh, identify with him is, is, like, he's 100% Trump. He feels a fucking idiot, but he's him, period. And he just, like, says stupid shit. Yeah, I say stupid you know, shit. All right. It's, some, it's almost getting to the point now where you just say, y'all keeping it real, you might get become president. Yeah, pretty that, much. 
But that's, I've, that's, seen, that's... I, I've seen black people, old black people say, at least he speaks from the hip. Negro, yep. please. Like, <laughs> no, exactly. Like, I'm telling you. Let, let's bring slavery back. At least yeah. he speaks from the hip. Like, get out of here. <laughs> no, but that's... I, 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 I cringe when I see Trump or Ted Cruz and they're supported by minorities. What's embarrassing? Like, yeah, what do you yeah. guys do? Yeah. Yeah. They're not fucks. Yeah. Didn't, didn't Ted Cruz almost get run out of New York? Queens? Yeah. He was in Queens or the Bronx or something? Oh, it was the Bronx. It was the Bronx. Yeah. Good work. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, the BX is a is, is a rapper. The minister is Dominican, and he brought him there, and they were like, "What are you doing? Like, why is he here?" Yeah, you think he's ever gonna come back? No. <laughs> come on. What's yeah, the point? Trump shoots from the hip. I like Trump because he tells it like it is. <laughs> so do kids, but they ain't always ready to be leading the country. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is awesome. But anyway, we can get politics can, can take over too much. But let's shift gears up into the, the sports situation, and we'll start on a, on a controversial note. Uh, I don't even know who the writers are that made this pound for pound, uh, the top 25 fighters in the last 25 years. Uh, it's like Dan Rayfield, Teddy Atlas. It's a bunch of ESPN uh, boxing writers that came and up with this list. And then was it how many uh, – was it like a, a nice group? Like they actually like, you know – sat down and talked about it, or is it more of a... Uh, I, I think it's more like you put your list in, I put my list in, and then we kind of like... Get the ca- average. Calculate, yeah, calculate, or get the average of who places where. Ah, uh, okay. And then um, I know... So Mayweather was voted number one, Pacquiao two, and then other people are starting to put their own list together. It's almost like this, like the freaking... Who's the, who's your top ten hip-hop rappers, but this is boxing. <laughs> yeah, so basically, yeah, it's like everyone... So like the four of us came up with a list who our favorite boxers were. And if three people put Mayweather at number one and I had Roy Jones at number one, then Mayweather is obviously the number one. So they kind of like break it down from there. You know, it's where, crazy. I don't see Tyson on this list. No one has him on their pound for pound. Oh, uh, they probably did on their individual one, but he didn't make it. Yeah, they wow. Damn, crazy. I, but, I, I, I mean, Mike Tyson's reign was... Actually... Yeah. It was it was the eighties and a smidge of the early nineties. That's right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, so Yeah, you're right. No, that's a good it, point. That's a good point. If we would say this is let's stretch this list to nineteen ninety just to say twenty five, I guess. No, yeah. Tyson still won on top. I mean he was he yeah. dominated the eighties. Yeah. Exactly. No, you're right. You, you said the last you said the last fifty years and Tyson on there for sure. Oh yeah. yeah. No. I, I'm not mad at this list. I'm not mad at this list. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I'm not mad, but I feel like some of the placement is strange to me. Like, I don't think Lennox Miguel Cotto. Yeah, Lennox Lewis is what? Where was he? Twelve? Yeah, but not Hopkins. Three? Seventeen? What I'm looking at Raphael's. My fault. I'm looking at Raphael's list. Yeah, Lennox Lewis on this one is twelve. Yeah. Yeah, that's the main one. You think he should be higher? He cleared out. He cleared out his division at the time he was fighting, so at least have him over. Ooh, you know well, what? you know, like I think from what I heard from Dan Rafael, you know what? You know what? Twelve cri- is just right. Twelve is right. Because well, he said some of the criteria is, um, did he? What was it? Did he uh, go for the best boxers? You know, did they get? <laughs> no, they we'll off the list. 
No, no. Well, see, th- see, that's the thing. Raphael said, yeah, you could talk about his later not going for the top, but he said when he was in that 130 division, Early. he fought everybody at the top. He yeah. didn't run away from nobody. So you got to give him that. Plus, he was yeah. like, he counted like how big of a purse he brought in, you know, what he did for the sport. He's undefeated, you know. So there was a multitude of things. You Like, the, the one knock against Mayweather, the only real knock is that he never fought his timing in his later years when he moved up in weight. Was well, not- yeah, when he became a name in the in the sport, he didn't fight anyone. Yeah, he fought I mean, them dudes, but not at the right time. Like, uh, everybody know Mayweather should have fought Mosley and Hoya and uh, uh, Pacquiao a lot earlier. A long time ago, yeah. A long time ago. But when he was coming up, he was going at it. He fought a lot of top dudes early in his career, and he fought dudes that they thought he bit off more than he could chew, and he beat them. So I'm not mad at Floyd being number one. I'm not mad if, like, to me, um, I always said Roy Jones at his his peak was the best. Yeah. Like, he was the one of the most fun to watch, really. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how Andre Ward is over Klitschko. Andre Ward is just more dynamic. I mean, heavyweight is not what it was, man. But Klitschko, he, Klitschko had that belt for nine years. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Who did he fight? Was he attractive? Like, you know, what did he, how did he contribute to the sport? I don't know the criteria. Klitschko is not a name that excites me, even though he held the belt for a long yeah. time. It's almost like he he held it more because like no one else is there. <laughs> but like but like you said, it's, it's different criteria. So he has his longevity. He actually fought heavyweights. He just yeah. keep fought. He fought a lot of heavyweights, man. Yeah, he, he basically held it down where everybody else is kind of talking about the the, the lighter guys. You know, I'm kind of surprised to see Joe Calzaghe. I didn't know he was that good. I just know he was a dude that beat Tyson. Like. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Wait, no, Joe Kozaki didn't fight nah, Tyson. Nah, he Joe Kozaki beat, beat Bernard Hopkins. Oh, he beat Hopkins. He's a middleweight. Yeah, he he's beat middleweight. Roy Jones. Yeah, he's a middleweight. But he beat Roy Jones when, like, Roy Jones was old. I know, yeah. but yeah. It, he beat him, counts. though. He still yeah. beat him, though. That's, that's still, still counts. It still, still counts. counts. Morales yeah. is up there. I like that. Uh, I like that Parnell Whitaker is up there. All right, so we'll just name the list real quick. Uh, we'll do 1 through 10. 1 through 10, you got Floyd at 1, Manny... Pacquiao at two, Bernard Hopkins at three, Roy Jones Jr. at four, Julio Cesar Chavez Sr. at five, Oscar De La Hoya at six, Evander Holyfield at seven, Pernell Whitaker at eight, Juan Manuel Marquez at nine, and Richard Lopez at ten. Richard hmm. or Ricardo? Oh, shit, Ricardo, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Good. Yeah, with this list, Miguel Cotto's too low for me, man. 21? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think he needs to come up. That's a little. Yeah. That's a little. I think before his fight, before uh, what's the dude that had the cast in his his hand? Oh, uh, Baldwin. No, not Baldwin. No. Uh, the cheater, uh, the Mexican Rocky that everybody calls Rocky. <laughs> yeah, but, but but you know you know what though, D? I don't think Cotto has as far as the impact, as far as fame, how he carried the sport compared to the top ten fighters. No, what, maybe, I, what I'm saying. I you, maybe Pernell Whitaker, as far as a, a bigger audience. Pernell, Pernell should be high for me too. Pernell should be That's high. He should be top five because I think he beat Chavez. Man, he got cheated in my opinion. Margarito. Um, he, does, yeah. he, he, he doesn't beat the top four. He doesn't, well, it was, doesn't beat like this. Cotto before Margarito was on part of Fake Mayweather, and that was mm. like fight. and he lost a devastating fight to Margarito, but we found out he was cheating. He was never the same. He was never the same after that fight. He just fought a little bit differently. He tried to Honestly, 
Trinidad should be over Pernell Whitaker. Nah, he nah. bugger. Because Trinidad had a Trinidad was had an impact. He was an excellent boxer. He fought all his fights was pretty much he fought everybody. He didn't duck anybody. He was that's the, that's Pernell that That's Pernell Whitaker. And he fought, a, he fought he fought a greater legend than Hoya. He fought Chavez. And he and he barely lost. He lost on a split decision. Yeah, and we to, to me, I think De La Hoya beat um what you call it? Felix Trinidad, but that that's a Yeah, he, he that, ran. To, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he did run around though the last few rounds, which kinda of hurt him. So. I actually watched that fight. And that's when I stopped believing in uh Hoya when he started running because he should have pummeled him. He had Trinidad beat. That's, yeah, that's when you, you want to yeah. be too smart. So, yeah. Like, I don't like shit like that. Yeah, Winky Wright, that was the name when he was on top. He was like the number two dude at his peak. Winky uh, Wright was Winky Wright was my man, but he didn't have a lot of exciting fights, and he didn't have enough fights to me. But he was good, though. To fight him. That's yeah. not his fault. Yeah, no one yeah, wanted to his, fight him. He, I mean, it ain't his fault, but it happened, though. So. James Tony, good fighter. Shane Mosley had a point. Hell, yeah. I thought, man, like uh, on a game level, man, when they had Shane Mosley, he was just bigger than everybody else. We know why, but uh, well, Jake, Jake <laughs> Tony was nice in a few divisions. Jake Tony yeah. was the man. Yeah, Morales up there. He came in that Mayweather era. You know those dudes. It's yeah, the, I mean, this, this is a good. This is a good list, man. Um, yeah, it's just, it comes down to the person and where you want to place them. Kind of like yeah. personal preference, I think. They got Parnell. Sweet P at number eight, I probably would have had him maybe six, top five at the end at five. I will put mm. Sweet P over. Uh, this might be sacrilegious, but I'll put him over uh, Julio Cesar Chavez because we're we're going by twenty the past twenty five years. Yeah, yeah. I mean Chavez is a legend, and he beat he did beat Sweet P. The record shows that, so I would give Chavez the edge. But in my mind, in my heart, I know Sweet P won that fight. He got cheated. I can't put Pennell over over Evander Holyfield. I can't the thing is, that. Evander Holyfield is just underappreciated. I, I didn't realize how good of a heavyweight he was. He's yeah, I watched that documentary too. I, I can't, like, I can't put him over. I can't put him over Holyfield. I can't because he fought, he fought the Mike Tyson. He fought, he fought, he fought all the top heavyweights at that time. Hey, so Cam. Cam, are you playing games right now? <laughs> nah, I just didn't turn it off. Nah, you should. I, I, I gotta pay attention, man. Yeah, I just didn't turn it off. Nah, I just didn't turn it off. Uh-huh. And what were you saying about Evander? Evander Holyfield fought all the um top heavyweights at the time, so I don't. And he was that. He dominated. Yeah, he, dominated. he did. So he didn't dominate. He dominated. Evander Holyfield is a classic. Like hard worker, grab your lunchbox, your hard hat. <laughs> I'm gonna work 15 hours, come home, eat my meal, go right back to work. He that that's the type of boxer I see him as. In he was great at it. Yeah, I think I also think Lennox Lewis should be number 10, but um, cause he fought a lot of dudes and he he beat everybody. Like, yeah, he did. He just wasn't as exciting, but he brought that's it. Why he, that's that's why he had over Trinidad Lopez. Marquez, that's the reason why. Yeah, I think sucks. I think at the end of the at the when look like ten years from now, Andre Ward might be a little bit higher on this list. Really? I didn't realize he was that. Fight. Yeah, I didn't realize Ward was up there like that. He, he's, he's good. good. He's just been too inactive for the past three years. Like when yeah, they did that, he uh, got stuck. He got stuck in that in that contract thing, right? 
Well, that yeah, and hurt too. Injuries. Yeah, I, I think what kind of moved them up this list is when they did that kind of like open fight. It was like straight out of a movie, like an open tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Showtime did it. I think it was like all the kind of like it was the middleweight. Well, yeah. And yeah, they all had to fight each other to win the belt. Uh, and, and oh. He cleared it out. He beat everybody. So he's good, and he, you know, I got a little bias. He's from Cali, so he's from, yeah, yeah. I watched Cali. the. I mean, I was at that fight last year. That was dope. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He fought last year too. Yeah, that was that was that was actually it was him and Paul Smith. It was a good fight. Golovkin, I think he might be a little low. I'm it's too up. early for me. Yeah, it's too early for me. If Some anything, people... I'd put Tyson in there before I put him in there. Nah, uh, I mean Golovkin. Yeah, I love him about to break Tyson's record for knockouts. Yeah. Damn. Really? He passes the eye test. He's just one of those dudes that they don't talk about him, but he he's there. The mainstream don't talk about him. Boxing fans know about him. So. Yeah, yeah I'm so looking they- at uh, Andre Ward's like, resume. He beat Arthur Abraham, Carl Froch, uh Chad Dawson, uh, I'd love to say Surgeon Baca, Sakio Bika, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mikel Kessler, he fought names that were like names. Yeah, and, uh, my and man Chad Dawson coming up. Yeah, Chad Dawson was my man. Hell yeah. I have no clue. Is he still fighting? He probably retired. He probably retired. I haven't seen Chad Dawson in a minute. I'm surprised there's no Pep Love on here. <laughs> Who? Pep. Pep was tight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You name one of your Kelly, your Kelly homies or something? Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm gonna link, link y'all, man. Pep was a fighter, man. Y'all tripping? My man lived down the street. <laughs> my man, Pep Love. Great, you sound like Ron Artest. Yeah, Hip hop artist. Up. Yeah. Nah, hold Yo, up. Pep, I'm gonna give you a shout out today, Pep. Which one of this right now? Pep. Yeah, I know about him googling. <laughs> Do you get Google's? Mm-hmm. But yeah, this. I mean, this list. My, my top three, I guess we could say our top three, I would have, whoo, damn. Wow. I'm, and I'm, and I'm going to be real on this one. I'm not going to be biased on my top three. I'm not going to be biased. You got to be. It's your personal top three. and It's not like you're choosing from a good a good batch of fighters. Yeah. I, I meant you to say Willie Pep, but that's a long time ago. I just, yeah, I'm like, Pep Love. I'm like, who the hell? Yeah, you said Pep Love. I'm like, <laughs> Yeah. I'm like yo, Pep Love, right? <laughs> nah, Pep, Pep is old, old school. I just like, I just he was a smooth fighter, man. I was watching old footage of him. <laughs> I, I will put, I will put Roy Jones on my list. He's in yeah, my top three. Definitely. He was the Michael Jordan of boxing. Yeah. Go back and do your research. I actually call him the 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 Randy Moss of boxing because at his highest, no one was beating. Him. Yeah, he was the man, yo. But he didn't have a like. He had competition. He had to go play baseball. <laughs> Yo, he didn't. Have, he didn't. Have, he didn't have an arch nemesis, man. That's but he did have. Kind of, he had come kind of somewhere, but he was just nice. He was nice, man. He was. He transcended. He was a freak, man. He was just Hell one of those. Yeah. You know, I, I wish he would retire, but yeah, he's yeah. a beast. Oh, I thought he. Oh no, he has an official. Right? Yo, that's the one dude when he gets knocked out. You, be, I felt so bad when he falls out. His knockouts <laughs> were devastating. Like God damn, Roy. Is people, he dead? 
people exacting revenge on him. Like, yo, <laughs> this was eight years ago. <laughs> like, yo, dude, what's the what's the what's the Jamaica fighting name when he fought him? Son, I remember that because I thought he killed him. Yo, he, he hit him on. A, he must have leaned on the ropes for like five rounds. Yo, he took yo. one more. Yo, he had. Yo, he was in space when he got hit. I said, God damn. Hold on, let me do my top three. I got Roy Jones. Um, I gotta put Floyd Mayweather up there. You, you guys know how much I talk about him. And damn, I want it's between Manny and Bernard Hopkins for me, man. It's a tough one. I didn't see enough of Bernard Hopkins, but for, to do what he's been doing at that age, and he lost like yeah. ten years in prison or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, that's right. He was in prison for ten years. Yeah. He got robbed. He was like some real hurricane type shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Many transcended the sport too, so it's it's so much that goes into it. Isn't he fifty one? He's still he's not even retired yet, and he's still trying to box. Son, he's he's he, he's a fountain of youth, man. If he ain't on some PEDs, I don't know who is. <laughs> he never he never drank. He never smoked. He just he lives a clean life, man. No, he's a, and, and he's now still, he has that. Uh... He mentors young boxers now, or something. And like the that. fact that he still can he still fights, Cam. Yeah, no, he, yeah, he still fights. Still fights. The Crazy. fact that he can still talk, you know, yeah, that's that true. you know, so a lot of boxers you hear, they they look like they a few crowns shorter. Oh than yeah, look at Shane Mosley. Shane Mosley tried to talk. I'm like, what? What are you saying? Uh, and who? Floyd? I'm gonna put. I'm gonna start from three to one. I'm gonna put number three. I'm gonna put number three. Roy, Ben Bernard, then Floyd. And the reason why, and I, I was gonna put Bernard over. Floyd, only matter of fact, I'm gonna put Bernard at number one, only because he fought about five people on this list, and I think lost <laughs> one. He fought, he beat Rinky White, he beat, he lost to Roy, he beat De La Hoya, he beat um, Marquez. And he beat he Marquez. I hate to fight Marquez. He beat Trinidad. I hate to fight Marquez. Did he, he, did he fight Shane Mosley? No. I don't know. You want Shane Mosley to get killed? Yeah. Nah, but he did. All right, he fought, he, fought, <laughs> he fought Roy. He lost to Roy. He destroyed De La Hoya. But he beat Roy, though. He later. beat Roy in a... In a he in beat a, Roy in, in the, the later makeup. ones, but the makeup one. Even the first fight was pretty good, too. Um, He beat Trinidad. And De La Hoya. Yeah. Did he, he ever fight James Tony? Mm. Yeah, he lost, did he fight Tony? And he lost to Kalzaki. Hey, you know, that's fair. I, I'm not, I, I can't argue that. So, that, that. Because he, he fought like some of the dudes on his list and beat them that you could put number and, and he fought he fought some that was about to come like Trinidad was like at the high of the highest. He fought young, he fought the old, he never ran away from a challenge. Wait, and didn't Roy Jones fight Trinidad and murder him? <laughs> um, hmm. I don't know actually. I think so. Trinidad tried to fight Roy Jones. He must have been way out of his prom by the, by then. I don't know. Yeah, in yeah. 2008, he did kill him. Yeah, he murdered him. <laughs> I was like, and this was, this was when Roy was at the fight. height of his powers. Yeah, I did see that fight. I'm bugging. I saw it on YouTube. There was no way Trinidad was winning that fight. Yeah, but I have I have, him, I have Bernard number one and Floyd number two. I'm not mad at that. Not only because the last five, six years, Floyd hasn't really been fighting nobody. As far as popularity and the help of sport... He, I know he helped the bank his bank account. I don't know if he helped yeah, the that, that last five years is kind so, of wash. Uh, you can you can you can argue that, or you can say that he made the casual fan 
uh, bring interest back into boxing. True, true. We were talking about it a little bit more. Um, I also, we were, but none of his fights were entertaining to have no, you watching other fighters. No, yeah. uh, but also he is the greatest, if not the greatest defensive specialist we ever seen. So none of these other dudes can say that. Yeah, like, I, I, I can say Bernard Hawkins is up there. But he ain't the greatest. Like, I would I don't put Bernard on that list, but I, I would put Bernard on the edge. I get and, James, and James Tony. Tony like, was. Nah, Tony dude. started started all of that. Yeah, yeah, Tony and Bernard Hawkins are two fighters that will never get knocked out. Yeah. Never. Yeah. But, but, is crazy. But to say. To say but Cam is saying they don't get touched. Yeah. For now. Yeah. Okay. Like, like he is he is the master of defensive counter clunching and all that. He's like he's mastered. They recognize Yo, him. Yo, I seen Bernard. Bernard gets everybody tight and fight a crazy, a sloppy fight. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah, Bernard's a monster. Did tell you Ricky White was about to have a heart attack when he fought him? Stop <laughs> moving me! <laughs> <laughs> Screaming in the ring. It's <laughs> yeah. all good. I like I said, it's a good list. Uh, it's. It's, you're splitting hairs if you want to move a dude up. You know, it's based, for me, it's just based on personal so, bias. So what, what would your top three would be before we go to the to the uh, Right now, in no particular order, just offhand, Mayweather, Floyd. Uh, excuse me, Mayweather, uh, Roy <laughs> Jones, and uh, Parnell. Just because I just thought he was like the truth. Cool. I respect yeah. that. All right, let's, let's, move on to, let's move on to basketball. And we come to the close of the NBA season. The Warriors, the Warriors are just tied up. Uh, best NBA record of all time with the, you know, world-famous Bulls. Are you thinking they got they, one more game. You thinking they beating the Bulls? I think they can beat the Bulls, man. I think they can beat the Bulls because – because I, I just – I don't want to hear the, the defense is better, man. Sometimes teams just transcend generations, man. Like you say LeBron can't play. That's BS, man. LeBron can play in any era. No one said LeBron can't play in any era. He's well, one no, of the few players you could take you know, in any era. They just said, like, oh, the defense is soft. They play this. Amon or Amon – what does that do from ESPN? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. The Ethiopian cat or whatever he is, the African cat. He said, man, he put up stats, man. He was like, the Warriors have actually def- deflated some of those arguments about the teams are tougher. The Warriors have only lost twice to the top-ranked teams, man. Like, I'm yeah. not I'm not feeling that old school versus new, man. The Warriors are just killing, man. They're gassing. They're doing something special. And I'm a Laker fan. I don't want to admit it, but they, 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 they're killing folks, man. Like, no, I don't think you can yeah. take away their greatness. I just think once you have the trump card, the big joker known as Jordan, ain't nobody beating that man that's in my the, Hey, that's that's just that's the that's the one thing we'll never know. Because I always said Jordan is gonna put clamps on one of those dudes, just like Pippen no. is. Yeah, yeah. You got to think about Jordan, Pippen. You you, you got Ron Harper. He's six six. Like I think offensive, defensively, the Warriors gonna be at a disadvantage because those dudes are too big. Like height wise. Yeah, they're not. We're not talking about like doofy slow guards like Michael Jordan, <laughs> Scottie Pippen, and Dennis Rodman are easily three of the top ten athletes to ever go into the NBA. Yo, Roy Harper can play D two. 
Ron Harper yeah, was but, nice to indeed. But Ron Harper isn't is a shell of his former self. He, he was in '95. No, 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 no. Yes. He was still good. We no. compared him to the Ron Harper. We took him for the chip Ron Harper. He was good. You think you thinking of the Cavs Ron Harper when he was actually? No, I'm not. Like, Oh, no, no, no! I thought that's no. I was saying y'all don't think like that. I, he was good in Chicago. He was decent. He was he, good yeah. He wasn't him. who he was. He wasn't like the the, the Ron like, Harper from the Cavs. Ever since his devastating, they didn't need him to be though. They didn't need him to be that dope. Okay, but don't say he's dope. He was decent, and like the three players on there, you know, it was Jordan, Pippen, Rodman. Those were your three studs at the position where you would counteract with Curry, Draymond. And Clay, and then you got Andre Iguodala too. Ron Harper could guard a a a a a Clay Thompson and a Curry. That's what I'm trying to but, tell you. But my thing is, but my thing is though, is was the Bulls bench as deep as the Warriors bench? No. Yes. The Warriors bench, just... dude. The Warriors bench is better than half of the starting uh, t- starting of East Conference. East Con- the Eastern Conference. <laughs> Yo, let me tell you something. Dennis Rodman alone will destroy maybe all the, half, that whole team's psyche. Draymond Green is the biggest complainer. You could take him on his game quick. And Dennis Rodman is the king of that shit. Draymond Green will be kicked out the game by the first quarter. You might not be. You might not be wrong on it because because I, I, these I, dudes they mentally he, Chicago he mentally emotional. Chicago is good mentally physically everything they could just and Jordan alone talks so much trash he will smack Draymond Green too. I feel that, but I'm just saying it's not as dismissive to say the Warriors hey, can't beat the Bulls. Well, I'm getting can. forty rebounds on them a night. Man, you got yeah, a man. wizard over there, man, hitting half court shots, man. I don't care who you are, bro. Like, you gotta remember. I I think the NBA nowadays, it's we we have zone defenses. You have things like those. That NBA was like more one on one play, kind of so, like. So, wait, let's, so let's do basketball. Let's just say this is basketball. Forget the basketball nineties rules. The defense, who's winning? They'll figure they, it out. It, it depends on whatever we take them to. We take them to the nineties. They're getting killed. We yeah, bring both yeah. to this age with the three-point ball being in play. Ooh, yeah. It's, Chicago's I, I still, still winning. I, I still give it to Chicago, but I'll, I, I'll still give it to Chicago. we to be close. The only thing that's giving the edge to Chicago is that Jordan and Pippen are no slouches on defense, just like Draymond and Andre Iguodala are no slouches. We romanticize yeah. Jordan as being a better Don't defense. Don't forget about Rodman. Like Rodman, Rodman no. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Because you, on, on defense, you got Draymond, Andre Iguodala, <laughs> And who else would be a, a good defensive dude that's on the Warriors? That, that kind of, I mean, you could put Harrison Barnes. He's not known for his D, but he can play. Some Yo, you I mean, know why I said Chicago, fellas? Because I've seen Curry have bad nights. I'm telling you, in the playoffs, I don't guarantee a lot. I know for a fact Jordan ain't having no bad game. He's not. He's on his way to win. Jordan is going to will his way to win. You're wrong here. <laughs> like, this is the GOAT right here. This is Michael Jordan. I'm not being like, disrespectful, yo, is, but you're yeah, you being disrespectful. You're saying Jordan never had a bad game in the playoffs? No, 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 no. I didn't say, all right, you want to get technical when I mean when it's time. There is no Jordan stopper. I've seen Curry have his off nights. I know for a fact Jordan is not going to let him score 40 on him. Bro, Why? Because I've that's my Jordan. I've seen Jordan had an off night. It's the Pacers, who man. Gave, who gave Jordan 40 before? Whoever gave Jordan 30? 
In the playoffs? I'm sure there's some players. I'm sure there's some players that gave Jordan the dirty. In the playoffs or regular season? Yeah, playoffs. In the playoffs. Oh, okay. Who gave Jordan the dirty in the playoffs? D? Probably Reggie. I'm, I'm no, sure no, Penny Hardaway. Maybe mm. Penny Hardaway maybe gave him 30. That's the only person mm. I could probably think of. I know, I, mean, I know. Orlando uh, uh, Magic gave him the business, and I know that, the Pacers that, gave him the business. That was baseball, Jordan, man. I told you. He just got that. <laughs> Look, Yo, I, hey, and what did I say about that? When you said that was baseball, Jordan, baseball, Jordan took their ass to the conference finals, so I don't want to no, hear it. No, no, they didn't make it to the conference finals. They put, beat them. The, it, the Magic beat them before the conference finals. Put it this finals. way. Put it this way, Cam. Final? No, I that was the second round, Cam. Baseball, Jordan took him to the playoffs. Come on, man. That's what I'm saying. That's how good it is. I honestly think the New York Knicks of the 90s all right, all right, just, just, all right. Whoa, 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 calm down, man. Calm down. Relax. Yo. Relax. Relax about what? In the 90s era? Spike, Golden State's not. Spike, Spike Singleton, cool out. Nah, nah, the reason I brought the Knicks is because if Jordan could get past those those forwards and those bigs down there, what the hell is Golden State going to do? When Jordan decides to penetrate to the hole, he's, he's going to ask who, hey. who's guarding Jordan. Hey, we, keep, we keep talking about who's guarding Curry. Who's guarding Scotty and Jordan on Golden State? Switch it around now. Who? Who's guarding Kukoc? Who coach? Bruh. Nobody. Kukoc can get locked up. You go. Who's Curry guarding? Oh, Curry got his, Curry might have to sit down. Who Curry, Curry guarding? Kukoc is 6'11 with a jump shot. Well, so, it could go to the rack and bang it on you, too. And yeah, he had Ginobili. He going left, but he's still making it. Look, I'm still giving a slight edge, but I'm just saying they could beat the Bulls. A Bears, slight, nah, slight edge. I'm giving a slight edge to the Bulls because it's just, just the yo, fact because it's Jordan, man. Like because he can Jordan, down. But like Cam, how, defense, go ahead, go ahead. How many Hall of Famer Jordan has sat down in his career from Carmelo's, Reggie's, Jordan, Patrick Ewing, Charles Barkley? I mean, these are great teams. Um, Gary Payton. Yo, he done took he done beat the best. Like he beat maybe like nine, ten players of well, all time. Alright, well let's let's in the categories. Let, hey, you gotta let the season you gotta let these dudes play a couple more years, man. I mean he took out ten, out 10 hey, so so actually Yada was bringing up Yeah, hey, hold on. Go ahead, Cam. Wait, wait, so let's actually that's another question. So now that we've seen this young team like win last year, they're on pace to you know, they already tied the best record of the NBA. They might break it next tomorrow. Now, if they, if they break it and win it, they the best team. So no, so that's two years. So now they and they're all young. So they have a good what three to four more years together to do, do at least win maybe another one, maybe two. But you never know. But still, do you guys think this is definitely a dynasty type team? If this, yeah. if 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 they complete the second this year, second year, win the chip again, if, and, if they you know, win it, keep it moving. and they go in gassing again, not seventy two wins, but just being the top. Yeah. They, if they go three. Yeah. Three out of four years, three out of five years, they're dynasty in my eyes. I, I agree with that. And, I, I mean, I, I this comparison, even when it came to that ESPN list and putting Curry so high, I, I think you need longevity behind it. Like, yeah. it, we're yeah. talking about just one season. Of course, this is on par with the Bulls' greatest season yep. of all time. But you have to win the championship. That's yep, the bottom yep, line. Yep, like, yep. You're right. You got to remember, right. Right. That's if they win the championship. If they don't. Yeah. We don't talk about this. They did Patriots. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're they did right. the, the Seattle, uh, uh, what is it, the Seattle Mariners. 
Yeah, 118 oh, wins. Man, I forgot you, about you, them. You can't yeah. be in the conversation Ouch. unless you win the championship. I win. Ouch. Granted, it's still a good guys. accomplishment, but you got to win it. Yeah, you got to win yeah. it. Yeah. And the Laker fan is in me if they don't go 15 and 1. I just think when it comes to Jordan, people need to just leave that team and him alone. Because hey, no, man, not at all. That's Jordan. No, that's, hey, hold on. Help it. Hey, hold yeah, that's on. Also, I, also, I also believe that if Jordan played the Shaq Kobe Lakers with that squad, that'd be a good matchup too. And Yo, they, but, see, I think but, they will give them more problems than Golden State, Cam. Yeah. Mm, I accept. I can yeah. see that. I just you, see yeah, that too. You, you got Kobe on the wing. He's gonna get fits defensively and offensively. There's no Kobe on on uh on freaking um Golden State. Like, no disrespect to Curry. He's gonna put up his numbers, but he's not. You're right. Height plays a factor still. and stronger than him. I just I just really think that mental toughness is is just Nine, too much. Six, I just think Jordan six, is a complete six, different six, animal. And Scotty know. Lakers. Cam, what's the what, what's the what's the optimal Lakers year for Kobe and Shaq? A one maybe? A one. That oh, one. one. That team oh, was one. unreal. You when he beat the Nets, when they beat the Nets, that year was crazy. When they struck the Nets, now he's talking about the the seventy sixers year. Seventy sixers year when oh. they went fifteen and one. They beat the Kings. They beat uh who else they beat? They beat the Trailblazers. No, it was the first. Trailblazers should have beat them. When they had Rashid in them, they got jerked. Lakers jerked them. The refs, Portland won that series. Oh one, oh 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 one. I'm just, I'm, I'm doing, my, I'm doing my notes. Bulls 95-96, Warriors fifteen sixteen, and the Lakers oh 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 one. The, the two thousand one Lakers squad is one of the, the ones that was gassing on fools in the playoffs. Like they didn't lose a game and they fled asleep at the wheel in the first game of the series and everybody thought Philly was about to take it and then we won't oh, pass. My, right. my man AI, AI man. Much respect AI. to AI. Much respect, respect to AI. Anybody uh did anybody watch the documentary yet? Which one? Oh, it's on, uh, the, it's on oh. Netflix, Iverson? Yeah, Which one? It's on Showtime. Yeah, I think that was a showtime one. Yeah, yeah it's a showtime one, it's the same one. Yeah, it was all right. Man, the Lakers two thousand one is the Lakers' greatest playoff team I've ever seen. Yeah, fifteen and one. I forgot about that. I was around Nuts. with Showtime the last few years, so Showtime. That was more video for me. I I, I didn't watch those games live. Maybe you did because you was out here, Cam. Yeah. <laughs> Showtime. Yeah. Man, Warriors. Yeah, like I said, it's uh one of my friends. You guys all know Ant, but he was talking about how. The Warriors this season have kind of ruined basketball for him because he got it, it, it like puts them in a sense a, a, a false sense of like you know they win all the time so you're just kind of like eh. but he's like I guess now I understand what everyone else felt like because you know, the Warriors been long suffering forever yeah I know okay so now, hey, let me let me go back to that so that Laker team they beat the Portland Trailblazers in the first round who stretched them to seven games in the 2000 Western Conference Finals but the next was the Kings in 2000, and, and uh, they played the Spurs. That was a 2000 squad. The 2001 just steamrolled opponents. It's crazy. Interesting. Yeah, it would be interesting to see all this. Okay, man. 2K, okay, man. The 2K played a simulation. The 95 <laughs> Bulls and the 2001 Lakers won. So, <laughs> my eyes, Lakers, this is the best team ever. <laughs> no, you can't count that. No, I'm not. I'm not. But I'm just I know. saying. If it's better for if it's if it's good enough for two K, it's good enough for me. Yes. 
But you can't go by that because Madden had Madden had Carolina winning the the Super Bowl, and we all know how that how that went. Yeah, hey man, Campbell's all by himself, man. Campbell's all by himself. All good. good. (laughs) Speaking of football, uh, you guys want to transition to a more of a somber note about uh, the murder? Unfortunately, yeah. Former uh, former uh, defensive end for the uh, New Orleans Saints, Will Smith was. gunned down in what supposedly had been a traffic accident. You guys want to speak on that? Um, you guys know more than I do this for this one. <clears throat> Yo, pretty much, man. I, you know what? I think we all would have probably done the same thing if that happened to our car. So it's almost like I don't even know how he could have prevented this. All I can say is why do you have to take somebody's life over argument? Take it, take it to that level? Like what you 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 really don't give a damn about your life to the point where you could just off me and 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 almost kill my wife too, just because of words. Uh, you know, and yeah, oh, I know Brent, I know his wife got hit too. His yeah, wife got, got shot, shot too in the leg. In the, in the leg. Damn. So again, I have to hear his side. I doubt it. If Will Smith came out, got out the car and ran up to him like the Hulk and tried to throw his car somewhere. And he, you know, self-defense. Now I'm saying that's, you know, because few people, you know, made points that, you know, he approached him. So even out of self-defense, you got to take out a gun? Yeah. You can't just just lock your windows and just call the cops or something? Like, I just think some people would just learn how to just, instead of just taking out a gun right away, I'd rather you fight, take a loss even, or just argue and maybe try to talk it out or... You can curse, you can say whatever you want. Talk about his mother, wife, but taking some of his life, man. a bag of chips. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not even eating them. I'm actually crushing something, but anyways. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, this, this basically started what seemed to be a minor traffic accident. And the two men in, in exchanged words, and then gunfire erupted, he, and Smith was laid slumped in his car, and the guy didn't even leave. <clears throat> um, the guy's yeah, name... Yeah, the guy's oh. name was uh, Cardell Hayes, I think. Cardell Hayes, and he was like a top recruit in 2004. Um, what was crazy though, his father got murdered by the cops in a wrongful death, and he sued, and they gave him a significant some uh, lump sum of money, but they didn't take. I guess they weren't taking ownership, or they didn't get responsibility. So uh, he had okay. out him. And Will Smith uh, was friends with the police chief. Yeah. So, uh, no, I, I don't know. Like this is kind of crazy. It kind of seems yeah. like this is like, kind of looking for him or something. Yeah, like this you is see, crazy. it's hard to connect the dots because nobody's really not saying nothing. So, but you're right though. Maybe it has something to do with it. But yeah. even still, you took somebody's life. Like, yeah, this was in. Two, uh, there was a lawsuit by him in 2001, and he accused he accused the officers of wrongful killing of his father, who was mentally ill, but he was brandishing a knife. And he was surrounded uh, by police at St. Charles Avenue, not far from the scene of of Smith's killing, which is crazy. Uh, but the police have dismissed it. They don't. They don't say he was targeting Smith. I don't know. Uh, they haven't. They haven't uncovered any evidence saying that Hayes and Smith either knew each other or saw each other prior to the crash. Uh, they said it was an isolated isolated incident. It was just nuts. Yeah. It's almost the sad. The sad. The sad part is. It's almost like we're getting we're, we're we're getting used to this already. Like getting somebody getting shot is almost like a television show that just came on. It's it's 
it's just sad, man, the way this is going now. Like, the, the gun control has to, I don't know how it's going to stop. But, yo, you got to get these guns off the street, man. It's, it's uh, I, yeah, man. Uh, owning a gun is a privilege, not a right. I mean, it's a right. It's a right. It's a right, not a privilege. Just we shouldn't even have guns, man. I don't care what the law says, man. There's no reason for us to have guns. Like, what's oh, the Damn, it's too many. It's the, it's the wild, wild west. They're yeah, saying um, Chicago's, the, the, these past three months have been, like, out of control, too. I just don't see a need for gun, man. Like, why you need a gun? Like, what's the deal? To protect yourself from what? <laughs> yeah. They're actually trying to do, uh, you guys hear they had a petition for the uh, the GOP's convention to uh, allow people to have their open carry uh, weapons there? Because the GOP's like, nah, even though they support, you know, open carry and all these gun stuff, they're like, nah, you guys keep your guns at home for our convention. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's just crazy to me, man. I just, I never saw the use of guns in any situation. Like, like I said, I, I went to London, man. The only people that carry guns are the people in Buckingham Palace. That's it. Mm. The cops don't carry guns, man, and there's no murder. Like, anywhere else across the world that where they have a strict gun policy, like, there's not that many murders. Um, Obviously, you got the third world countries that, you know, Taliban and all that crazy stuff. They have guns, but it's not like in a structure where it's a society where, like, here where we have guns, we're able to get guns, and we have more killings, and and we're supposed to be the best country. I mean, it's just crazy. There's no reason why he, like, anybody should be shot for, yes. like, I, I don't understand this, you know, so. Any, yeah. any type of conflict. Yeah, I mean, the other thing, too, is, you know, like, that's why I was saying that, you know, owning a gun is a, is a right, not a privilege. Like, owning a gun is a right, driving is a privilege. It's insane if you think about it. So, like, literally, Good like, point, yeah, Cam. yeah, like, that's that's exactly how people look at it. And so when you, you know, only in America's the only country where when they pass more laws against gun stuff, people buy more guns. Because they always assume, they quote, unquote, assume they're going to get their guns taken away. Or is so, the zombie apocalypse coming to fruit? I, I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. Like, are we going to war? If you have a gun, you should be enlisted in the, in the military. Like, <laughs> well... <laughs> And also, and also, to be fair, the only time they talk about guns is in gun violence, like the bigger times when uh, white people get killed on a massive scale when they do like the mass shootings and stuff. But, but in yeah. reality, like urban gun violence has been like you know all the stuff that's going on in Chicago and like you know just the stuff with Will Smith and all that. Like this stuff happens a lot, and they Those don't add talk up. about it too much. Yeah, it adds up, but they don't really talk about it as much until you know so a bunch of people get killed. But <laughs> Once the all I know is they should make a law, no guns, and if you get caught, one death. Yeah, <laughs> it has to be a way where if you get if not if you get caught, you got to be like, yo, you, we're gonna we're gonna make you stone the sun forever. It has to be something so severe where people would think twice to shoot him because yo, once you kill somebody, there's no coming back. It's over. Or, 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 you or they got they, the, they the drop their ass, drop their the ass cop, off in ISIS or something like. <laughs> the cops walk around with guns. Yeah. All the time, you know what I mean. So, I mean, if if our police say like you guys just brought up like London or, or overseas, they're walking around with like clubs or something, then that's a different story. It's like maybe you do have to defend yourself. I'm not talking about this story in general. I'm just talking about the way things are portrayed. You see a cop, he has a gun. Like, yeah. They it, it, in the UK, it's like they have to call in like their SWAT, their people with yeah. guns to, to kind of yeah. protect them. Like yo. Persons hold up in the house, calling the special units. They uniform cops are not walking around with guns. Yeah, yeah but also too, it's, yeah. it's a mix. It's a mix of 
the the capitalism part of owning like you know guns because you know gun sales have gone up literally like a hundred and whatever percent since Obama took office. Then on top of that, so you have people that have interest because of they the manufacturers that actually make the guns. You have people that have interest that are actually the gun shop owners. Then you have yeah. people that are actually like buy the guns. So then it's like everyone that like pretty much everyone that's always talking about the guns. They're all like quote unquote responsible gun users. They you know they do the, the all those background checks and all that other crap. So instead of talking about that part, they actually should talk about the real problem, which is actually the criminality of the guns and how these. That's the stuff that really is the part that's and you know of course police killing black people all the time. But well, the crazy thing is you couldn't use the excuse that he had a, a weapon that could harm the police because if we didn't have guns, it would be your excuse to shoot him. You know what I'm saying? Like. Well, was that gun registered to to uh, this dude? Um, uh, oh, I don't know. Don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. Don't know. It's just another black on black crime, another another death caused by a gun, and it's just senseless. Like, and the crazy thing is, I'm looking at his mugshot. He got on a dashiki. He look all pro black, and he just doing sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like, come on, brother. Like, yo, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, it's it's confusing. Like you guys are saying, like. There's no coming back from it. Like we're not. Once you're dead, you're dead. Like how can you just like take a man's life? Like yes. it's nothing. It's nothing. But yeah, like, 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 like your life didn't mean anything. Like you're playing the division, man. Like this. This is real life, man. Yeah. Not a game. Yeah, dude. It's uh, it's one of those things that's kind of super interesting because I don't oh, know. A car accident? Come on, man. Jeez. Yeah. Exactly. And you shoot his wife too? I don't know if he was aiming for her or if it just like a bullet went by and hit her, but yeah. don't matter. Don't matter, man. He, yeah. Something wrong with him. If his dad got in, mentally he was mentally unstable, he might be mentally unstable. No yeah, but it's not also the other but that's also the other cop out that a lot of people try to use too, is the mentally unstable part where they're like, you know, when someone kills somebody, you gotta be mentally unstable. And it's kinda like you still know, kill maybe they were just yeah, it's like maybe they were just mad and they freaking, you know, they went they did the, the bad the wrong thing. They got a temper, yeah, bad, yeah. bad timing. Oh, but, yeah, you, you six six man, you could have took this to to the to the fisticuffs or something. They man. both big. Yeah, I mean, hey, you know, you want to settle it, settle it. I mean, the days is gone, man, but long gone. Yeah, it's asinine to me that people still getting killed with guns, man, like. This is like the most one of the most serious problems. We still have a solution. My, I, like I said, my solution is get rid of the guns. I don't care what the yeah. law says. It's too much money in guns, though. That's because that's the thing. A president say, "I want to get rid of guns." They're not gonna win nothing. They're not gonna get nothing. Yeah. Not, not to sound evil, but half these damn laws was written when racism was so alive and kicking, man. It still is alive and kicking, man. It's still alive and kicking. So uh, half these laws need to be freaking broken because half of these was made. For certain reasons, and it just stuck stuck with us, man. It's a new time, and like you said, it's a new era. Things is different now, man. We're not using guns to fight civil wars. We're using guns now to control Third Street and Fifth Street, and so it's is different now. Times is yeah. different. Got to change well, these laws. And also, too, you know, we're the only country who has this crazy number of gun deaths, like firearm deaths, uh, per 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 capita. Like we have. But like the amount of people, like there's literally more guns in America than there are people. <laughs> you know, it's crazy when I travel overseas. I'm more afraid of pickpockets than I am gun violence because I'm not used to pickpockets, but I am used to gun violence. Yeah. <laughs> right. 
That sounds so weird that you just said that because I wouldn't even think like that because I'm so used to gun violence. Yeah, I'm, I'm conditioned to be neutralized to gun violence. But when I'm in a foreign country, man, I see a gypsy, I'm going to kick him in their throat because I'm scared they're going to steal my stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy to me. <laughs> I think like that, but that's Dang. the way it is. But it's, it's natural to get your stuff stolen than getting shot and getting your stuff stolen. That's true. Yeah. Well, as of today, there have been 13,970 gun incidents in America. Out of those incidents, 3,544 people died. That's 3,544 too many. That is crazy. No one should be dying from guns, man. 141 of them were uh, children between the ages of 0 and 11 killed or injured. Jeez. Mass shootings, 62. Home invasions, 591. Defensive use, 425. Accidental shootings, 677. Oh, this is depressing. And, and this is why for all the young kids, parents, this is you gotta be with your kid twenty four seven. Take them yeah. out activities. This is crazy now. These like these guns is like having a a PS four controller or something, man. It's yo, this is it doesn't, crazy, it doesn't matter where you're at, man. You you're not truthfully you're not safe anywhere. How many people at a game, uh, a sports, uh, high school game, and get shot or oh, going to get some coffee? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, watching a movie like it's it's in everybody's hands, man. Uh, yeah. Simple. simple. You get caught with a gun, you get the death penalty. Span guns. Everybody get a clean slate. You get caught with an illegal firearm. That's it. Yeah. Can you imagine <laughs> so in the movie theater with your family, your kids, and somebody just comes in with a Uzi and just starts spraying because somebody called them a, a, a fat boy and they just felt stress? It should be uh, it should be super hard to get guns and like illegal to get guns and the only way you can get it is smuggling and you gotta track those dudes down. Yo, man, what if I want to hunt and stuff like that? I'm saying, <laughs> go to the grocery store. To me, it's all about. I live in northern uh, Vermont and I gotta hunt deer and wolves or something. And you better take your ass to the quickie mark. Yeah. <laughs> I really think I really think when there's money involved, nothing will never go away. And that gun industry is a billion dollar industry. So that's never if that's gonna if somebody's eating off that, it's not gonna end. It's so the same thing like same thing like gas, man. Fossil fuels out there, all yeah. these money to to save energy and heal the planet. Mm-hmm. But they want to keep what's going on. This gas thing is good. The oil thing is good. Guns is good. Cigarettes is good, man. It's money, man. It's all coming down to money, man. It's all coming down to money. And speaking of money, <laughs> I like to transition into uh, an article that came out uh, that recently came out from uh, the IC, 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 wait, ICIJ, the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists, and they uh, published a massive leak of documents called the Panama Papers. And to those that are unfamiliar, <coughs> These papers are – it's like a coalition of media outlets that were investigated, which allegedly revealed a clandestine or clandestine network involving a lot of high figures around the world who had like fake-ass companies and did all this money laundering and uh, a lot of corruption, which led to Putin. So basically in a nutshell, there's this bank uh, law firm called Mossack Fonseca. And a lot of dudes were funneling money through this bank, and Fonseca never questioned where they came from. So you got crooks, you got politicians, you got rapists. Don't ask, don't tell. Don't tell. 
and this thing came out and it outed a lot of people and I think one of the prime ministers in a foreign country had to resign because yep. he had offshore offshore dealings. This is a huge deal. Am I surprised? No, because they were they were basically cutting the tax cuts. They were getting away. That's how the rich stay richer. It's not a magic trick. They were cheating, you know. So mm -hmm. uh this this is this this comes out and it's exposing a lot of people. Putin was accused or somebody close to Putin. He's denying it. Uh, FIFA is in there. Not surprised, you know. <laughs> Iceland's prime minister got caught up and he had ties through his wife in an offshore company and that wasn't property to disclose. While Argentina's president uh, was called to ha alleged to have failed to disclose links to a company in his uh, assets declaration. But these dudes, man, it's crazy and and they and, and it's crazy that. The way they funnel money, like the United States has strict laws, but it's a way they can do it. You don't have to travel far to do that. But a lot of these dudes from out of out of the country have been going through this like one little law firm and just put money in and make it clean. Man, it's crazy. Yeah, they had um uh the prime prime minister of UK David Cameron. He actually didn't do anything wrong. What it was is his dad. Was well, he's passed away already, but his dad was like the head of an offshore company that was basically money laundering, like well, allegedly, sorry, allegedly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but and but then what makes it worse is he has random ass things in his tax documents because he's one he fumbled it first. He's like, yo, this is a, a private matter. Then he was like, well, my dad did do this, but he didn't do anything wrong. You guys are just trying to disperse his name because he's dead. And then he like, you know what? Let me release my tax records so you guys can be at ease. And in the tax records, there's like a 200,000 uh, 200, uh, euro gift, quote unquote, from his mom mm -hmm. out, of, out of nowhere. And they're like, what's this? He was like, uh. <laughs> yeah, man. So it is one of those things where it's like even if you aren't involved or you're just around it, you're starting to get little like a little like touch from it. I know one thing. These companies are big time. So whoever leaked these, somebody was upset. Somebody – Something went down. It's crazy because like they're, they're not playing fair. Like you, no wonder so many people commit crimes in this country. Sometimes, <laughs> like you're being greedy with your money and trying to find ways to exploit it. Like yep. share the wealth. Like go the proper way. We all gotta pay our taxes. Why? Why can't they? Nah, man. Yeah, I'm rich though. Why am I? Why am I paying taxes, folks, son? <laughs> Should it even matter to you? Like you can't take that <laughs> money with you when you die. That's true, but I'm like, I ain't giving it to you. Yeah, they were talking about uh, what's it called? Because I mean, I went to a financial planner, and we, he's like being really open about a lot of just different types of tax stuff and IRAs and stocks and this and that. And he was saying he was like, basically, what happens is once you get to a certain income level, you try, you like, you got all this, you made your billion dollars, but the government's like, oh, you made a million, awesome. I want, I want forty five percent. Yeah, that, so, that's so kind of Exactly. So then that's why so many rich people are like, shit, I don't want to pay that 45%. What can I do so I don't have to pay? Well, you can start a nonprofit. You can do this. You can do this. And then that 45% shrinks to like 12. And then that's why that, that's what happens. And so then that's why, you know, and then, you know, poor people were just like, yo, what the fuck? We have to pay more taxes than you. I don't even got that much. It actually affects me more than it affects you. And it's like, yo, it's not my fault. You guys aren't smart to hide your money like me. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's nuts. They cheat love, the game, though. Yeah. I, love oh, yeah. how, I love how all of them are saying they're not involved, had nothing to do with it. Like, come on, man. Somebody read it, and you got caught, man. Yo, they don't, like, in Putin's case, man, he's got friends that's tied up, and they talk about it. 
over undisclosed documents and recordings in it, but they don't ever name him. They just refer to him as the father in the sky or something like that. Like, nice. It's, it's nuts, man. Like Nice. <laughs> like, if we do get caught, at least we know <laughs> that my name's not in this document. And, and, yep. and like, this, here, FIFA, <laughs> am I not surprised? <laughs> Yo, that company, Jesus so, FIFA is That's bananas. just crazy to me. But, I mean, I think that's the thing, too. It's, like, it's also, you know, the interesting part about the rise of uh, Bernie Sanders because, yeah, like, you know, what he is talking is a good game for a lot of people that are under a certain income level. But once you get to, like, there's a, I think it's at, like, ah, I forgot. What, it's either, like, 65000 or seventy. Mm-hmm. If you're making that ab- above that, then you're going to be hit. You're going to be getting hit with a lot of taxes. Under the Bernie plan, if you look at what's going on, so everybody under that, which is you know a big section of America, they be good, but you know there is a little small section that's making that 65, 70 to maybe under eighty realm that's not rich but not poor, <laughs> mm-hmm. and they about to get hit real hard. And I think that's when you have to kind of be very careful about the socialist part of financial finances and all that kind of stuff. But it's in general, I think you know your average person needs to actually have financial literacy, and that's what that's. That's one thing that just doesn't happen. Most people don't really even think about it, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, it's kind of it's kind of sad. You you know, you making uh, – they're talking about – Trump always talking about, yeah, we're going to bring back jobs to, uh, you know, America and, you know, trade jobs and manufacturing, which is completely untrue. Exactly. Like, like you know, why – Why I, would they bring it back here and get super taxed uh, for all that crap? Yo, 100%. Yo. Yeah, that makes no Yo, you know what I hate? sense. Well, that you know what I hate? What all presidents say, and it's like a cliche: we're gonna get jobs for roads and construction. Why don't you tell every kid in America don't go to college for nothing else but construction and how to build a bridge? <laughs> well, because see that, every time for a certain point, hey, we're gonna get money to build roads and bridge. Motherfucker, I want the school to learn how to make clay. I don't know how to build a bridge. <laughs> Like, clay. Not, it's, it's, it's always the same speech in the president. We're going to get dropped well, to build something. Nigga, well, that's I don't because, build. <laughs> but, but that's because in the in the you know in the 40s and 50s and 60s, like manufacturing jobs were like the most like the, that was the bulk of America's jobs, like manufacturing. You're, you're, and, you're and right. This is. But I know. But that's what I'm about to say. Like, and now, and this is part of the reason. Dudes building iPhones, man. Yeah, and people don't really <laughs> understand that. Like now. Before, like I didn't, I didn't realize this till recently. But your average manufacturing job in America, you know, say ten years ago, was paying people about twenty-five dollars an hour. And then now a retail job is between twelve and eighteen if you're at, at there for a certain amount of years. So now all these manufacturing jobs are going away, and all these retail jobs are coming in, not paying that same level. So these people that's been working in a you know coal mine for fucking twenty years, they're like, yo man, you gotta work at Walmart now, but you're only making like you know eighteen. Who's or working in a coal mine nowadays? But that's what I'm talking about. But in Yo, in the last, in the it's last an week, example, man. Uh, yeah, but, <laughs> I was like, man, you need to get on Google or Monster.com. Nah, 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 you, you can't vote me for president. I'll make sure you get that coal mine job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. But it, those manufacturing jobs, <laughs> at, like almost half a million have been gone and have gone away in the last like 15, 20 years. So it's it's one of those things where when people say roads and bridges and all that kind of stuff. That's what people would normally do back in like 20 years ago or 30 years ago to stimulate the economy because you have all these low-skilled people Yo, that need a job, you know. And that's, you got kids in school who can't barely pay for college, and all they keep saying is building bridges. Like, yo, that's 
Let me know that's what I have to do so I don't have to waste my time in school doing something else. Instead of just blowing my money on, on <laughs> nonsense. That's how I feel. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and that's just me, man. there's also a point to be made that nowadays we live in a society where you can go to school for, like, liberal arts that has nothing to do, that doesn't really contribute to the working society, you know, creatively and artistically, yes, but, like, you're not building anything, you're not making anything, yeah. you know? Back in the day, that's what you, you would go to, you go to our trade school to do that, but we don't to need do those that. workers anymore. Yeah. Yep. So when you don't tell people that it's like they're stuck in the eight ball, and then, and then they get upset, then they buy a gun, and then they shoot you. <laughs> full circle. It's a full circle. It's a full, full circle. Wow. <laughs> they rat. They, they'll all they'll rat and blow your documents up and get everybody fired. And then I get a gun, and I'm going to shoot you. Yep. God bless America. <laughs> Interesting. But, but don't worry. You're going to get a job to build that bridge. So vote exactly. for me. Dude, that was, oh man, that's so crazy. It's so bad, too. And it's but, so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. It's, everything's all in one. Everything's about that almighty dollar. I swear, if everybody was happy, none of this would be going on. People ran on each other that's billionaires. That's just crazy. I don't, don't understand that. How greedy can you be? Man, but also, too, it's like, you know, if, you know, Aunt, you start a business, you make a million dollars. Like, are we gonna get mad at you for not breaking us breaking us off some uh, air change, even though we felt that we contributed? Yo, there's no way I can come to y'all on a yacht and tell my yo how's life, and then and then and then settle off after I say that speech. I can't do that. I have a heart. I could yo Cam. I would never. I would never power slide in with my yacht and say yo how's life. And then speed off and never see you. <laughs> no, it's funny. It's funny though. That reminded me of the story when you, you say you, you was at I don't know a drive through or McDonald's or something and do you told the bum you have no money but you told him to have a good day and he looked at yeah. you like what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was the same as that feeling. Like what? Yeah. Do you I would I wouldn't do that to y'all, man. Y'all would eat with me if I'm gonna eat. You're gonna eat too. Like if I have forty million, why I'll hold on to it? If I'm not gonna spend it. Yeah, but you always forget when people get when people when you make more money when you get to a certain level, you're just making more money. It's almost like a game. It's almost like a, that's your hobby now, you know. And also too, mm. like it's interesting because think about like say someone like Jay Z. He's from Brooklyn, Marcy Project. That's where he grew up. But like. He's done philanthropy stuff, but he has done philanthropy stuff in his home area. Like, did he go back to Marx Projects, look around, be like, "Oh, this shit's fucked up. Let's let's put some more trees and like yeah. clean up clean up some new shit." You know, like you don't really see that too much. You know? No, you can't. If you got that much money, just hire yourself strippers, get a PlayStation Eight. By then, don't even get a four. Tell Sony to get you a Sony Eight. <laughs> Play video games, eat Chinese food all day, and watch football. There's so many things to do. I'm not doing all of that if I have that much money. I will occupy. I can occupy myself now. So can you imagine with? I don't know. Maybe that's just me, fellas. But yeah, but you're also coming from a. You know, I had no money. Now I have a lot of money. Once you get to a certain level, like people get bored, man, and they and they don't and they get bored and they don't think of it. They don't think, hmm, maybe I should help Aunt. You know, be down on his luck. We we toss him a couple like a hundred thousand. Go ahead, hey, Yo. hey, Aunt. 
Here's a hundred thousand. Go do something with it. Cam, you. you will see me on National Geographic, the Alligator Explorer. I will do stuff. <laughs> but, yeah, that's like you. That's not like anybody else. <laughs> yo, I'll be tackling alligators like <laughs> talking Australian and everything. Hey, mate, this is Anthony back again, out back in the hood. I will just, yo, I will be fine. I will be fine. I will be fine. I'm telling you, man, not everybody has that that wild, crazy imagination like that. I was someone po- po- uh, posed that question to me too, and they're just like, you know, and you get no matter what you do, you'll always have say thirty five hundred in your bank account on the on the first of the month, no matter what period for the rest of your life. So now, now that's that's on top of you working. So you'll always have all your bills paid, everything that you need to get, like those type of living shit, all that stuff's paid no matter what. Now what do you do? And you know. You travel. Okay, travel for 18 months. You get bored. All right, what do you do now? Go to school. All right, cool. School's like two more years. Now what do you do? All right, I'm doing a career. Now you're bored. Now what are you going to do? And like someone kept posing that question to me, and I didn't really think of it that far with that, to have that mentality of like, that's what those type of people have, you know, start to get into because they just get bored. You start doing stuff that make you heart Exactly. You would hope. You would hope. You would hope. But. Think about it. How many people that we know in our own personal lives that actually are like give back to the community or do that? You know, I know. I, I mean, I do on a small point, but nothing big. So it's really interesting when people say, "Yo, when I'm rich, I'm gonna give money to poor." Da 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 da. But like your average person doesn't do that on a normal basis. So what makes you think when they have ten million dollars they're gonna do that? You know. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm pessimistic, but it's interesting to see those things. You know, you know why you're pessimistic? No, no, no. Because you're part of the you, you got half of your cynicism from the the, the Gen X era, man. And, oh yeah, 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 totally, totally. I think the 100%. only way they might start doing it is because now they're not working for money anymore. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now they're thinking like, all right, well, I have all this now. Like, all right, well, maybe I could do something that makes me feel good. That's the other yeah. side of the argument. Yep. Yeah, you're right. And you're right. The, the crazy thing with all these guns, I'm surprised there's no superheroes out of Vigilante that came out yet. I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah. All these all these guns, easy access to weapons and money, I'm surprised we haven't seen somebody come out and say, Yo, I'm about to change, I'm about to be the, the new Daredevil or something and start buying people. <laughs> we done seen everything else. We done seen theater shootings. We done seen bombs. Buildings falling. I'm, I'm shocked we haven't right. seen that yet. You're right. I'm surprised. I mean, in the 80s, they were not yeah. vigilante, but we had um, who was it? Aunt? The Guardian Angels. Yeah. 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 New York, like I mean, it depends on how bad crime is, but I don't know if anybody's that dedicated anymore, making armor and jumping off of buildings. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, yo, yeah. I'm surprised we haven't seen it yet. Somebody with money and so y'all about to. You're right. I'm bored. All this craziness we see, I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet. Surprised. This <laughs> is. Oh, yeah, I mean you're right. With all the, I'm like, well, they have those vigilante like armies and shit, militias and crap. Yeah. Hey, somebody told me, oh, hey, I give you twenty million dollars, become a superhero. I might say no to. I ain't. I would. <laughs> <laughs> twenty million ain't enough. Yeah, twenty million ain't enough. No, but, <laughs> but dude, you can take like two million of that and build you the best suit ever, dude. All right, Cam. I need you. I need you to go take down Kimbo Slice tonight. Go. <laughs> No I, guns, no. But you can't kill him. No, you can't I just, kill him. I just, I just hire, uh, I just hired Michael J. White to punch him in the face. Done. You can't. He, he will put you <laughs> in a loaf of bread. Yo. <laughs> K 
Kimbo will smack you with a loaf of bread, Ken. Man, somebody give me 20 minutes. Somebody give me 20 minutes to be a superhero. I'm going to use it all to train. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Word. <laughs> you won't, I'll be like, you won't see me until like five years later. Until I yep. come somebody. Come back and be Batman. Yeah, seriously, man. I'm about to just, here's 20 million to be a superhero. What am I going to do? Talk you, you out of the you, you can train me, but I come down the block and I see Ivan Drago smacking somebody. <laughs> I might go the other way. Yo, as soon as somebody throw a fly mission launcher across my neck, I'm retiring the same night if I live. Yo, outfit, I got it. I'm packing it in. What happened, what? sir? Yo, what happened? Yo, man, I'm trying to watch the game tonight. I ain't saving nobody tonight. <laughs> Can you imagine the giant game is at 130 and a base getting robbed? I'm not saving no bake. Eli's playing, man. Where's bad in that? The game is on. Oh, figures. Send out the Yeah. That's my weakness. Come in all crimes on football Sunday. Rob the bank on Sunday. Bad in ain't coming out tonight. It's a night game. Yeah, it's a night game. You got to know my schedule. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You can't be a sports fan and a, and a superhero at the same time, man. You can't, yeah. you can't, you can't. It doesn't mix. It don't mix because oh, crime is twenty four seven. The game is on. I'm not getting. I'm, I'm not leaving my house. That that building's gonna have to burn. No. I mean, yo, I, I catch you at halftime or something. <laughs> you said Batman's uh, weakness is first. <laughs> oh, football Sunday. That's horrible. Lex, dude. Lex Eli. That's that's my kryptonite. Giants. <laughs> oh, dude. That's all bad, dude. Uh, hilarious. Hilarious. All right, let's, let's, let's get some final words. Uh, we'll go to Cam. What's your final words? Ah, uh, man, I don't even really have one. But um, I'm going to speak on this. One. I got, I got one. There was a report weeks ago about, uh, I don't know if we discussed it, but it was about uh, Nixon's war on drugs was targeted to hippies and blacks. Oh. And to me, this kind of went on, kind of under the rug. We're not talking about it more. Um, there's been a lot of, from the people I know here say that, you know, that the Black Panthers was set up and, you know, oh. A lot of things have been targeting blacks, laws, and specific hits. And a report for one of Nixon's top aide finally came out um, after 22 years of silence or something like that, saying that, yeah, man, we, we did all these war on drugs. He wanted to get rid of the, the leftist people and the black people from rising up. They wanted to systematically destroy the community and the minorities by systematically taking them out with these fake laws and fake uh, – well, like acts, you know, and I'm just like, yo, we've been saying this for days. I mean, we when the Black Panthers split up, we said Reagan had a hand in that, you know. They brought drugs to the community and they split up the Black Panthers. And if you watch that Black Panther documentary, which is a good one, you Very good. Know, you notice that Huey and they he Huey and uh, Eldridge Cleaver split up, and there was dysfunction in the, in the, in the party. And after that, you know, you had the rise of gangs and so forth and whatnot. Because they derived from the Panthers because they didn't have anything to click on to, you know. Uh, quote, uh -huh. quote, just like how we mentioned like how guns was a problem. Well, when guns was legal and Black Panthers had them, then it became a problem, you know. Yeah. So um, I just want to speak on that. I, I don't know too much about it, but it, like earlier reports came out that, yeah, Nixon was literally trying to derail 
the black community or black leaders and hippies, you know, that could actually speak out on things that are wrong, you know, and I felt like, man, that's a long time coming, a little too late, too little too late, but yeah. I think we sh it should be brought to light a little bit more and people should be talking about it that it might still be going on. If not, you know, if, we, if you don't see it, I think it is under the under the, 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 the guise of, you know, uh, oh, let's make a, you know, war on terror, a war on this, or blah, blah, blah. You know, I think automatically they're targeting us, man. So this is one of the ways they've been doing it. It's finally come to light. Yeah, those, that, that shit was crazy. Oof, oof. Wow. <laughs> Dwayne, that, kind of word? Uh, oh, mine, oh. Mine's is uh, just sports-related. I just want to say thank you to Michael Jordan Jr., a.k.a. Kobe Bean Bryant, for a great career. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This has been really sad watching you ice become the Iceman, aka Mr. Freeze, after the first quarters of these <laughs> games. But he's easily one of the greatest players to ever play, and and I'm gonna miss watching him play. And I, I really feel like he was undervalued, and that that goes back to his like Colorado case and his image. I think he, if that never happened, he would have been even higher on people's list. But it was a great career. This dude's finishing what third or second all time in scoring? Third. Third. Oof. So that's an amazing dream and Carmelo. Yeah. So salute Wednesday night. I will be watching the Warriors play, but I might flick it to your game during the commercials. Yo, they they did a thirty. <laughs> I mean, the Warriors yeah. did this thing and they put it also on ESPN Espanol too. So uh, <laughs> I'll be watching you on yeah, the Portage. Yeah. yeah, no, but uh, I'm gonna yeah, piggyback off that and say uh, they put you on uh, ESPN Ocho. Yeah, there we go. We're <laughs> I'm gonna I'm I'm piggyback a little small piece and say uh, for those the generation that didn't see Jordan play, um, this was your Jordan. Kobe was your Jordan. You know, so they yeah. come every few far between, but. He was that dude, and a lot of the greats now, or like the really high talented players, give a lot of credit. They don't. They remember Jordan, but they remember watching Kobe. They, exactly. they, they, they he was their Jordan. So, good way to put it. Well, I, I would chime on. I'm gonna chime on Cam thing second, but the first thing I want to talk about is my man Josh Gordon, receiver for the oh, Cleveland God. Browns, failing another drug test. What? I just I just mm -hmm. got two things for him. One, you're you sharing an apartment with Johnny Mizell, which alone is like, yo, where is your support staff? Why why out of anybody on earth is he your roommate? That's and then crazy. number two, how do you fail another drug test, man? Now, that must be some good ass bud he get whatever he's smoking, <laughs> that thing must have him flying because when is when is no no, when it's enough's enough. This is your career on the line. So you know what? Look, I always well, it, it, wait real quick. The, the NFL didn't come out. This is multiple reports, so hopefully it's not true. But if it is, I agree with you. Of course. Yeah. So they just then, yeah. And they number two, yeah. The hop on Kim thing, fellas. I think the worst thing you can do to anybody is delete history because knowledge is power. So I'm glad you brought that up, Cam, because if you don't yeah. know. You're not gonna know, and that's especially with the black community. That's the number one thing that was done to us was you deleted a lot of stuff from us. You took away our languages. You took away every everything, everything, everything that we know now is programmed by what you told us to know. I'm I'm sorry if I'm getting a little bit too deep. No, it's fine. I, it chimed in from what Cam was saying, and I really like 
but it's fucking me. So I will watch that documentary because I have not seen it yet. But I'm going to watch that tonight. I'm going to watch it. Is it on Netflix? <clears throat> yep. Uh, the, is it on Netflix now? The the Black Panther one? Mm, yeah, it should be. It's on. I'm going to watch that tonight. But yeah, knowledge is power, man. Once you take that away, we're pretty much blinded until some, you know, good people come around and, you know, educators. But that's it. <clears throat> my, I think for my uh, final note, uh, I guess we'll go, we'll go deep. But the other thing too is it is cool that you're right. Knowledge is power, and people are starting to get a little bit more um, hip to the to those type of things. But unfortunately, yeah. the vast majority of the black of our culture of our people really yeah. don't pay attention and don't actually. Uh, really, like they're armchair activists is the best way I could put it. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's like you know they'll watch a documentary, but they won't really understand and have those that, that full weight. And I think yeah. the, those things. It's I'm, at least at least now we have armchair activists where we didn't have really any before. <laughs> well, not not in the in a, in a global scale, on a on a very wider scale where people can talk about it. And like I've said, my issues about Black Lives Matter and Black Twitter and all that. But at the very least, we have people are starting to have a little bit more of a voice, which is awesome. And now it's starting to take take, take shape. To go and do start to do positive yeah. things, but I think also too we have a very a large swath of us that just don't like the information is there, but now they actually hide from the information. Yeah. Totally. They're 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 too busy worried about Black China and Rob Kardashian or Kylie <laughs> and Kalani. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? You're right. You're like, right. Hey, yo, I, I was at a conver- I was in a group. It was like eight nine of us, and like literally the, the conversation was Black China and Rob Kardashians for like 30, 40 minutes, like going in and in depth with like expert analysis talk talk about it and i'm sitting there listening to it and, I, and then and then they and then they switch to love and hip hop and in my head i'm like yo there's so much shit going on just in the world it's embarrassing man you guys the about, matrix b but at the same time it's almost the level where like no one even ha- everyone says oh yo the system's doing this to us and there is parts of it that's 100% true but a lot of it is our yeah. own doing where we just we actually don't even care anymore like we're there's so many distractions that we just look at those distractions and roll with it so it, it's yeah it's like you know the for people that have kids now, it really is on the parents to actually like uh, you know uh, teach their kids and actually like show them these type of things so they can get that balance of like the dumbness plus the stuff that's actually going on. And that segues to um, if you guys haven't seen it, it's like the kid. I think he's like 10 years old, and he, he goes off on the about the, the criminal system and how if you're rich you get away with it, if you're poor you go to jail. And like, but he's speaking very intelligently at 10 years old about like you know the criminal uh, the the justice system. And it's like super interesting because you can tell someone someone in that kid's family has conversations about about these type of things with him, and he's mm-hmm. ten years old. And I and it was actually a really cool video just to see because you it, at least somewhere some way there's a little hope. bit of it. Yeah, there's some hope. There's some of it, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. But but yeah, that's mine. I hope Black China and Rob have a happy marriage and life and have babies and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but you know the yeah. fun kid, you had a good point. People, what's what's crazy. In our eyes, to their eyes, that's the world, and that's what they live in, and that's to them, that's real. So yeah, that's you know. every part. What's what's crazy to us is real to somebody else's eye. And when you say to teach the parents, need to teach the kids. Well, suppose the parents was never taught how to teach, how to teach it to begin with. It's like where do you go from there? So yeah, it's crazy. Man. I mean, that's you know, it's and. Your when your parents are you know watching Cardi B on Love and Hip Hop, 
but then can't really tell you why they would they wouldn't vote for Hillary and they would vote for Bernie or vice versa. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, see what I'm that's saying? the part where that's the part where you have to kind of like scratch your head where it's like <laughs> it's not necessarily just you know, the system. The system's already out there, but now the it's you. Yeah, we're at a point now where you know things have been set up against us, and now they can kind of just sit back and let us do it to ourselves. Because we're not yep. paying attention. We're not mm-hmm. paying attention. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's what makes the wars more scarier and easier for them. Because, like you said, they can just sit back. Everything's implanted, embedded. Now it's up to y'all who's going to break out of that mold and, and, and fix it. Yep. I didn't tell you to get that. I didn't tell you to get that seventh credit card. I didn't tell you to buy those Jordans. That, and that's literally the mentality of a lot of people that are quote unquote against everyone else, where they're like, yep. hey. They'll they'll use people's ignorance against them, and I think that's the part that we have to kind of go. You know, people like the, the like the devil temptations. No man, the decline of the black community is hair and Jordans, yo. Hair and Jordans. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, but there is some good blacks out here. We're gonna have to start talking about some good blacks out here. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. We can't. Yeah, we but can't, we not. We we're, I feel yeah, it, uh, but we're right what we're saying. But ne- the next few weeks, we're going to have to start talking about some good that we do, man. Yeah, we have to do a new section this week on positive black people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we got to be part of the course, too. Yeah. I definitely got to check out that documentary, though, before we talk yeah. again. If the, you guys have yeah. not seen the Black Panther documentary. Oh, yeah, it's dope. It's really, really dope. I'll watch Don't it. See it. I got to see it. I'm going to see it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. I think uh, I wanna you know, watch it. And Karis one, you know, he always rants about stuff all the time. But he had a really good point when he was like, he's like, if you notice, the the leaders in the Black Panther Party are all dead. He's like, but the leaders that were part of the Ku Klux Klan, they chilling. You know, That's true. like their their robes are That's in the closet yeah. hanging out, and they're off being mayors and you know governors and you know uh, you know good business point. leaders. And all this other stuff, and like when he said that, I was like, "Holy crap! I didn't really even put that." Like, you know, it's so simple, but you don't even think about it. Like, you're right. Ku Klux Klan was a major uh, movement in America, and when it quote unquote died down, it didn't really die down. They just put their their robes off, put them in the closet, and kept it moving. But the leaders of the Black Panther, they are freaking dead. Like all of them. Like the top five dudes. Like, dude, they're done. So <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Crazy. But yeah, so you know, and once again, it's the table of truth. And we out. Peace. One. Peace. Good stuff. You can listen and download to all of our episodes of the Table of Truth on iTunes. Just search the Table of Truth podcast.